Hello and welcome to another episode of Listen Up. I am Mr. I. Please subscribe to the podcast if you want to get a regular update every time I release a new episode. Um, You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any other place where you find podcasts. Now, this episode is also one that is a request. And remember that you can always send me a request through the website, which is bit.ly slash l-u-w-m-i. So one of you asked me to talk about the news. And because, right, it's the news, it will always change. So maybe if you are listening to this not right after I release it, it might be old. But I think it still can be interesting and good for listening practice. So, of course, I'm recording this today on November 1st, 2022. Just after Halloween 2022. And... Yeah, let's talk about something. It's not a fun story, but it's a story that's been in the news a lot the last few days. Now, let's talk about what happened in Seoul, South Korea, over the weekend. I'm sure that a lot of you know by now that over 150 people died during a crowd surge. Now, a crowd surge is when a very large number of people all move in one direction, usually into a very small area. And this is exactly what happened in the Itaewon area of Seoul. There was a Halloween event um, the weekend before Halloween, so it was, I think, Saturday, so I guess the 29th. And from what I have seen It was a very similar type of event to the Halloween events that happen every year in Shibuya, in Tokyo. Uh, I also understand that South Korea hasn't traditionally celebrated Halloween, but recently it has become very popular for like older teenagers and young adults, so people in their 20s, um, to dress up, go out to clubs, bars, parties, and this is exactly the kind of the same thing that has happened in Japan. Now, of course, Halloween is very different in the U.S. Traditionally, Halloween has been for kids, elementary school kids, junior high school kids, maybe, probably not. But mostly elementary school kids that age, maybe a little younger. Dress up, put on costumes go around to the houses in your neighborhood and get candy. Or at least that's what it was. That's what Halloween was like when I was a kid. But that's been, it's been a long time now. I'm sure things have changed a lot in the U.S. too. But I still think, right, kids in costumes getting candy, trick-or-treating is still a big part of Halloween in the U.S. But... Their parties are becoming more popular, but of course, in a place like Japan or South Korea, that's the main thing. It's the party. It's the party in Shibuya. It's the party in Itaewon. I'm sorry, I may be saying that incorrectly. My pronunciation may be horrible. I'm sorry. I don't speak Korean. But anyway, according to reports, 
more than 100,000 people had gone to this Itaewon district of Seoul for a big party. And I guess this is the area where there are lots of clubs and bars and places to, to go out and have a party. And in some places, there were more than 10 people in one square meter. So one meter, one meter on each side, a square with one meter on each side, 10 people inside of that area. That is probably similar to the Yamanote line on the busiest time of day. I mean, it's actually probably even more crowded than the Yamanote line at the at its peak. Um, and it's impossible to move in a situation like that. You have to move in the same direction as the group. If the group moves, you just move with it. And it was probably also in part due to the ending of all the COVID-19 restrictions that the number of people in this area of South of Seoul was so high. That's why there were 100,000 people, because people could go out and enjoy Halloween party for the first time in just regular party, no worries about COVID, or at least that was, they're not worrying about COVID, have a real party. And so that's why I think there were so many people, at least that's what I've read. Now, the place where the actual incident, where the people died, it's this, the place was a very narrow, sloped street. And that meant it was probably very easy for people to slip and fall, which is what happened. And if one person falls in a place that's this crowded, right, 10 people per square meter, all the people around them will almost certainly fall too because there's a gap, there's a space, and so there's nothing to push on, so they will probably fall too. And that will keep happening. More space opens, more people will fall. This is, in English, we would say it's a domino effect because it's very similar to dominoes falling over and knocking the next one down. At least 155 people died, including 26 people from other countries. Two young Japanese women who were studying in South Korea were among those who died. I think a young woman from Saitama and a young woman from Hokkaido. There were also people from countries all over the world. United States, Iran, China, Sri Lanka, and others, lots of other countries. Um, and apparently more than 60% of the people who died were in their 20s or maybe even younger than that late teens, and the majority were young women. Now, the police chief in Seoul has come out and said that the police were not properly prepared, probably were too slow to respond, because I, I saw reports, I don't know if they are true, but people were already calling the police at about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and the tragedy happened around 10 o'clock, 
So people already knew there's too many people. This is getting dangerous. And so the police have said they were not prepared. They didn't do things properly. So I am sure we will hear more about this in the next few weeks. And what should you do if you get caught in a crowd surge like this? Because it has happened in Japan in the past. Maybe not quite as many people, but people have died in crowd surges not too long ago in Japan. Probably the one most people remember happened in 2001 in Hyogo. It was after a fireworks festival and 11 people, including nine children, died in a human crush, in a, a, a crowd surge on a pedestrian bridge back to the train station. And so it does happen in Japan. Now, if it does happen, what should you do? Well, what I read was there are kind of two very important things. One, try to stay standing. I know that's very probably very difficult in a situation like this, but the best thing to do is try to stay standing. Don't fall over it. I know it's probably very difficult with that many people being pushed, but you've got to try to stay standing. And the second thing that's very important is try to keep your arms up in front of you. Don't let your arms get stuck at your side. You want your arms up so you can protect your chest. Now, why is that important? Well, your chest is where your heart, your lungs, your vital organs, the important body parts are inside of your chest. So using your arms to protect your chest will help you be able to continue breathing and also will protect your heart and let it keep beating, let it keep moving blood to keep you as safe as you can be in a crowd surge like this. So yeah, you've got, it's again, I know it's probably not easy. The report said that some of the people in the crowd in South Korea, their feet weren't touching the ground. They were literally picked up by the crowd, but people on all sides of them and were just being carried. So in that case, it's impossible to do anything if people around you fall, you're going to fall automatically. You can't stop it. So yeah, it's difficult, but that's important. Stay on your feet if you can. Stay standing and keep your arms in front of you. Protect your chest. And like I said, I'm sure we will hear a lot more news about this in the next few days, probably next few weeks. And yeah, Again, I know that's not a happy story, but that's where we will end it for today. Um, like I say, it's been on the TV. It's been on the internet news sites. I'm sure we'll keep seeing it a lot. And the reason I think it's important to talk about is I think this is something that could possibly happen here in Japan, right? Especially when you think about how crowded Tokyo is and Right, People like to go out on, ha on Halloween in Shibuya. The same thing could happen there. Or maybe at a shrine on New Year's Eve. I mean, I have experienced not a, cr a crowd surge this bad, 
but I went to a big shrine on New Year's Eve a long time ago now. And there was a big crowd, and at midnight, everyone pushed forward. I, my friends and I, we weren't in any danger, but it was not a pleasant experience. It was very uncomfortable. And so I can see something happening like that on New Year's Eve. In fact, it did happen a long time ago now, 70 years ago almost, 65 years ago in Niigata. There was a crowd surge at a shrine on New Year's in Niigata in 1956, I think it was. So it does happen. It could happen again in Japan. So I think it's important to remember these things and to learn what you can do to keep yourself safe. And so, yes, that is where we will end it for today. If you have any requests or ideas for podcasts, you can find the request form for the podcast on the website, bit.ly slash l-u-w-m-i. You can also find links to all the episodes. You can find study guides, study quizzes, um, listening quizzes to help you. Uh, get through these episodes more easily. You can also find the Twitter over on the website, or you can go to Twitter directly at Listen Up with Mr. I. If you follow on Twitter, you can learn history facts every day. A little, just a little bit of history. And of course, you can send me your podcast ideas and requests on Twitter directly. Um, and that is all for today. I'm Mr. I, and I'll see you next time.